0: Hello, and welcome to this week's Inspired Your Grown-Up Girl Talk. I'm Stacy Fleece, here with Samantha Tredelius. How are you, girl? Here I am. I'm ready. It's Monday, girl. Let's do I'm it. Gonna, I have to apologize for my voice a little bit. I, it's There's been so much wind the past few weeks. I think it's kicked up like dust and dirt from the dark ages. And like everybody has, I don't even have allergies, but it's gotten, it's even gotten to me a little bit, so... I'm going to apologize because I uh, I I sound like I'm a smoker now, but I you know me I I can't smoke anything if I try it. I'm really bad at it. Um. Anyway, glad glad we're here and glad we're getting to do this again to this week. Um, super excited to have uh, Ashley Vetter with us today. Ashley, how are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. Thanks so yes. much for having me.
0: You are, your story and your whole process and in terms of where you are in life today is fascinating because I think you are the epitome of necessity being the mother of invention. And it's a, it's a unique story that has a lot of highs and lows, um, that I, I, I personally find a lot of inspiration in, and I know that those listening to this will as well. So, um, First of all let's talk about your company a little bit let's talk about Vetter sweet tell us a little bit about uh about what you what makes your products unique i know what makes your products unique but uh let's let's dive in a little bit tell us about it okay so vetters organic
1: ice cream um is is basically a non-dairy ice cream and it's sweetened with only a whole date that we literally like Pull the pit apart from it. A whole day a maple, or a coconut sugar, and the coconut sugar is only within the dark chocolate, like the chocolate chips. So it's a paleo dessert. It's a healthier dessert, and um, I I think it's good. I I you know I I thought it was good enough to bring it out to the masses to see how everybody else would.
0: And and not only is that like the masses, it. you have a brick and mortar store now, correct? I do.
1: Yes. I have a brick and mortar, um, a cute little ice cream shop, and this amazing little old town center that has a ton of history. It was really popular when when uh, Nixon was president. My wing of my shop was, was an old-fashioned police station. The other wing of the shops was the old-fashioned jailhouse.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: uh, John Wayne would come and visit after he'd get drunk down the street at a bar, and they'd have a special jail cell just for him to sleep it off. So there's a lot of history in my center. It still looks really old fashioned. There's there's old fashioned horse posts to tie up your horses there. There's the old fashioned like street signs and where to go, and it's pretty unique. So cool. And let's uh, let's tell everybody what what
0: town it's in so they can come it's visit. You.
1: San Clemente, California, and it's an old town center. And there's a ton of restaurants in there. There's a lobster shack, a Chinese restaurant, a Mexican, Peruvian, ramen, um, Alicia, which is kind of like Greek, um, Mediterranean. There is uh, Aloha Bowl, which is a- uh, Pretty much, it sounds like anything you could possibly desire. Yeah, And, I mean, and you can get your nails true. done, your hair done, and there's a tanning place. And,
0: we could know. just spend all day there.
1: Yeah, you could. We're, we're not going to move.
0: Yeah, when you went to, uh, when you went to career day, like growing up, I, I imagine you said, I am dying to make a non-dairy, no <laughs> sugar added, healthy dessert and open a store and provide it to the masses. That's nope. what happened, right? Nope. Now, when I was little, scared. I
1: sure thought I'd be like a veterinarian because I love animals and I lived near horses and I always wanted to be involved with them, but I never was. But so you came, you came
0: close with the ice came thing. close. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit then talk about how this came to be, because, again, the, the, the highs and lows of your um, journey are pretty amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, unfortunately, in 2014,
1: when I was eight months pregnant with our third child, my husband was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And it was a huge hit because my father-in-law had Parkinson's at the time. We didn't know it was hereditary. And then the doctors were telling us it wasn't hereditary. Um, And this baby was our miracle baby because he wasn't planned. And I actually, when I found out I was pregnant, I was kind of like a little down because I already had two kids. We were already in the thick of sports and I was kind of starting all over. I wasn't ready for this. But two months later when he arrived, he was the blessing because he brought smiles every day to us. And my husband, two years into this disease, you know, we talked to more doctors and more individuals that had it and decided, you know what, we need to get on this healthier lifestyle. I've always kind of been healthy. I've always been into that, but my husband traveled a lot for a living. It's hard to be healthy when you're traveling nonstop and going from airport to airport and hotel to hotel. So he worked with a nutritionist, like a heavy duty session, like it was five months long. They would, they, they were Skyping before COVID, uh, once a week, she was in another country actually. Um, And I decided at the same time to do a whole 30 challenge with a group of girls, just so I could be similar on the same page, even though I did like to cook healthy already, but just even accelerated a little more. And this challenge to me was more strict than what he was on. And you, you know, couldn't have any sugars. You could only have dates, um, no breads, pasta, uh, alcohol, you know, any of that. And my husband's diet He could have fermented like a sourdough bread, a rye bread. He could have honey, a maple syrup, and um, he could have goat cheese. And there's no dairy at all involved in my full 30 challenge. So we're in this together. We're doing this at the same time. I have to go through every condiment in my house because everything has cane sugar in it, except for mustard. And two months into it, we cheated. We took our three young kids to frozen yogurt, walked in. It was after a baseball game at nighttime. It was like 830 at night, school night. Walked in, got frozen yogurt, got whatever we wanted on the toppings, cookie dough, you name it, whatever. Walked out with belly aches. Our systems were just shocked. We went home, went to bed. I woke up with an, I had an epiphany at 3 a.m. I sat straight up, I was having a dream and I was talking to someone in the dream about opening a healthy ice cream shop and that there needs to be one for anyone fighting a neurodegenerative disease like my husband or cancers or anything. And I sat straight up, and I just had this idea, and I couldn't get it out of my head. And during this time, I was—we were about to put on our third fundraiser for Parkinson's research through the Michael J. Fox Foundation—and I couldn't get it out of my head. I started telling my team with the fundraiser, like, "This is going to be my last fundraiser for a while because I need to do this thing." And they're thinking I'm crazy. So um, after the fundraiser hit, I ordered a small little ice cream maker on Amazon. And I started making recipes and then I eventually this was in 2017 I eventually had six little ice cream machines in my kitchen and I just kept going and trial and error and anytime a kid came over to play or a parent came to pick up their child that have them taste it. I was just constantly making ice creams until uh, 2020 2021
2: till I opened my shop. I love this story. And here it is again, a woman finding something in the marketplace that doesn't exist. And so she says, what? I'm going to create it,
1: right? Well, I think you've just, you've got to be passionate about it. You've
2: got to have it in your blood and you've got to have that drive. No. And it's amazing. I've watched your journey. Now, let's go back a little backstory. You and I have known sure. each other for almost 10 years. Yes. And yes. I met you uh, before you were pregnant. And yes. I remember sitting before on the pregnancy. bike with you and you leaned over and you were like, I'm pregnant. And we were like, yes. what? I know. And, and I then like, a couple months later, uh, I was ready to share it. Yeah. No, Justin had his diagnosis and life yeah. changed. Life changed yeah. a lot for the better family. Um yeah. you picked up and you moved to Southern California because you were up we here did. in the Bay Area. Um yes. and I know that was a hard, a hard thing. It was so hard. Your life I mean I balled,
1: yeah, I balled my eyes out. I mean, that day we moved, I flew with the kids on an airplane. I made my husband drive a U-Haul of all my plants that I was obsessed with. And People at the airport thought, gosh, that per- person just lost somebody, somebody just died. But it was that I I was mourning my move. I was just, I couldn't stop crying, it was horrible. I loved Marin, I loved North, Northern California. Everybody that, you know, all the energy there was so positive and it still is. I mean, it just was such a great place for us. We met all of our friends raising little kids and it was so hard to leave that. But when we got here and we were with family, it was weird. It was like, I didn't expect it to feel this way, but it was almost like, I didn't look back. I needed to be here. Yeah. I needed to be with my parents. I needed to be with my husband's parents, my husband's family, my family. And it just felt so comforting. And I had help like all around me. It was like this village appeared and I was just like, wow, because before I was doing it by myself and my husband was traveling a ton and I didn't realize we needed that until we were here.
0: That's A lot. That's a lot to um, carry on your own. It is. Um let me ask a little without getting into too deep of details like sure. what what is the scientific background around the the foods and the impact on a neurodegenerative disease like parkinsons or well like w- like what kind of led you to that okay we can't have dairy or, or whatever he was that the limitations he was having What's the background around that? What are they finding? You know,
1: I feel like every doctor or nutritionist, they all have their own theory and you kind of have to go with what you feel works in your gut, what you feel is right. The lady who was working with us was teaching us that cane sugar actually helps to um, increase the rotting of the brain faster. It also increases cancer cells to produce more quickly. Um, the cancer feeds on cane sugar. So cane a lot of cane sugar can actually be really bad for your health. A little bit's fine, especially if you don't have a lot of issues. Um and having a balanced diet with it is fine if you don't have issues. But when you have issues, you're kind of feeding into that.
0: The rotting of the brain. I'm just yeah. gonna
1: I'm just gonna sit with know, that it's kind for of, a minute. Um it's kind of just because my <laughs> that's, husband's brain. That's It's heavy. My husband's brain is, you know, constantly, you know, the cells are not reproducing like our cells. It's just constantly declining. So we, we, he takes medicines to put a band aid on us. You can't really tell if he doesn't take his medicines. He has a hard time speaking. He has a hard time moving. He has a hard time um, sleeping, but with brain surgeries and medications, you know, kind of filters that. But if you think diet and exercise, eating the right things, putting the right nutrients into your body. So think about it th- this way. Coconut sugar, maple sugar, those type of sugars are coming from plants and trees. And so is cane sugar. But cane sugar is processed so much it turns white. And there's nothing, wh- anything white that's going in your body isn't any- isn't beneficial to you. But anything brown it's, it's taking in nutrients and you're getting, um, you're getting minerals from plants and it's actually helping your body. You're actually getting vitamins, but when you eat a white sugar, you're not getting anything.
0: Yeah. There is so much about the over-processed food, the white flour, the white sugar, the white rice, the, just that the, that they're processed to death. And, yeah. um, Whether you have Parkinson's or otherwise, like, honestly, it's probably horrible for all of us as I had half a cookie for once, but anyway, Okay. I'm pretty sure I had cane sugar. But
1: but imagine (laughs) just using a whole, just imagine using whole dates as a sweetener instead of all the other stuff. And they taste as good. So here's something I want to ask. I think you have to get used to it too. Like I'm used to eating not so sweet. Yeah. So to me, it tastes
2: good, but I think everyone has
1: their own opinion, you know?
2: So here's a question. I want to dive some, I want to dive deep with you, Ash. Sure. And I don't know if anybody ever asked you this, like, okay. How in the hell have you been able to manage three kids, Parkinson's moving, you know, a business? Like these are a lot, I think for any, just one of those things. And you, can manage it all and i and i know it's not always peaches and strawberries because some days probably no. are just complete bullshit and you're like it's a lot of Whoa.
1: crying and tears and why did i do this
2: um, right it is it's honestly it's all about the
1: village it's all about the village that you surround yourself around and it's about not being afraid to ask for help because i'm not superwoman i need help it's about you know managing your day the night before or a few days before and saying hey who can help me on wednesday pick up this person at this time because i've got to interview this person who can do this who can do that and just rolling with it just doing what you can do and That's honestly like. it God, comes from my genes it comes from my genes i was born with energy yes you're like me
2: we're like little powerhouses i have I'm a like- heart sitting for women that don't feel like they can can handle it or they feel stuck or they just feel so overwhelmed like What would be like your little nugget of advice for women that may be in your situation, caretaking for a a spouse that's not well and, you know, running a business and taking care of family and all these things like what is your advice to them? Okay, this did not happen overnight.
1: This happened like over a year, but I finally learned which parts of my life do I need help in? Do I need help with laundry? Do I need help with children here? Do I need help with the house being cleaned? Do I need help when all of a sudden my husband's sick and can't help me? Um, you've got to get it all in a row. You got to get it figured out. You have got to find out, you know, different pe- pe- people in your life that'll just pop in and just be there. You got to have those numbers down. You've got to just have it all laid out. But it's not easy. It took it took a while.
0: Well, and I think. We, we've talked about this many times, that women are sort of the last people that ask for help. Like it's, it's hard for a lot of us to reach out and first of all, acknowledge that we need help and then know how to ask for it. And um, for you, I think just so fortunate that both sides of your family were down in that same area where you could, you know, albeit leave your life that you loved in Northern California, go down and, and get that support from both sides of the family, which is fantastic. Sometimes for us, it has to be the family we choose, uh, if you know, the blood family isn't nearby. But I do think that one of the hardest things for all of us to do is to raise the white flag and, yeah. and acknowledge that we can't do all the. We're just, we're built to do it all ourselves. And we're, yet we're not built for that. We think we are, but we're not. There's no way. And for me, my help doesn't even come from just my
1: family. Like I've learned to find it outside too, because I don't want to wear them down. Well,
2: and it's also like that little moment that you've realized, like, I, I can wave the white flag. I, I mean, I've recently, and I'm like, for some reason, I'm super apologetic. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But yet I have no problem taking on somebody else's kids. Exactly. And so I'm like, I need to be like, we are in this together. And I think yeah,
0: stop that, apologizing for that. Just I know. Like
2: this week, this last week was just like a shit week of shit. Like I just had so many things going on, and I finally was like, I need help with. I even asked Stacy. I was like, I may need you to go pick up Bardot because
0: yeah.
2: I, I I don't have eight arms to get everywhere. Um, And the moment that you realize your friends, your family, and even just the village is there to help, I think that's, like, a monumental, like, movement. And not even if you're a mom, just life in general. Like, we, it's okay to ask for help, girls. It's okay. Um, Now, Ashley, I want to ask you something as a business owner and a a startup, you know, and you started this, what, in COVID, you were doing farmer's markets, I remember. Um, what has been like the biggest lesson that you've learned in this process, in this journey? Like, oh my God, I had no idea X. Like what's something that you've been blown away with in this process?
1: The biggest lesson that I've learned is to just give it a go, make it, fail it, repeat until right. Just keep going like forever for a year and a half in 2019, I was ready to open ready to do something. And they said, you have to get a dairy license, even though my product was not dairy. It's not
0: dairy. Why do you need a dairy? license?
1: They just, they just, because it's kept like dairy, it's it's frozen, like dairy could have a shelf life, like dairy. Like once you open a regular milk, it has 10 days expiration date. Once you open an almond milk, it has 10 days expiration date. It was so hard to find a place. I couldn't even find a place where I could go and make it out of a kitchen that everybody else shared parts of. Because it had to have a special room with walls all around it that no one could go. I mean, it was so impossible. My only way of doing this was to open up a brick and mortar, to find that perfect little re- retail spot that was affordable, that was piped for ice cream, that had everything I need. I mean, I got so lucky and I found that in the thick of 2020. But for me, it's to just do it. How big of a process is it to get a friggin' dairy license? Like, is it a lot? Big, yeah, yeah. Yes agriculture had to come in. I mean, it took me like a good five months. I had to keep changing things in my shop. I had to cover up my mop, my mop sink with like metal. So it wouldn't go. So no, so nothing would splash from the mop near the ice cream machine. Like it was exhausting. I mean, I have a special walls and special material on the walls So you can just wipe it clean. Um, so is this every ice cream shop has this? Like, I think, I think it's newly regulated. I think newcomers that are starting this, I think that anyone like.
0: Cause I feel like growing has- up, like Baskin Robbins mop was like right next to the the ice cream. Yeah, no. Like I don't, I, I don't think there was a special mop strips. location there.
1: It's changed. It's changed. The rules have changed. Now they're able to regulate more. So actually, that is true. I think in 2018, they like started this new rule. And of course it was 2019 when I was look, looking, into it. Um, but yeah, so it's harder, it's harder to get started, but you just have to get started. You have just to do it a Million questions. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep fighting. Just keep fighting. You know,
2: how's the employees like h- hiring? Oh, that's, hot that's, that's,
1: that's you what's... know what?
2: I actually
1: love my employees. They're young, they're fun, they're in high school, they wanna work at an ice cream shop, they're happy, um, they wanna learn, they're watching me build the business and they're learning from me. Um, I get a lot from them because they're just like fun, young energy, like not a lot of drama and they're good kids. Like for some reason, I really got lucky. I met one girl at, when I was working my farmer's market and then I kind of got all her friends and her brother. And then it just kind of spiraled and they're just like good, like Christian kids. I trust them. And it's pretty amazing. Yes. And I I do have a new employee now who's around my age and it'll be great because she'll be managing the shop where I can be doing tastings in LA and being at different grocery stores or being in different places.
0: That's the you next know, let's thing. let's talk about your channels. Because, like, how, you know, I know you've got the store in San Clemente. Uh-huh. And you've got your farmer's markets down there. But what about, like, the rest of us who maybe would want to get a hold of this product? Like, So I'm no do longer ship, doing do the farmer's markets.
1: So the farmer's markets are done. That was more of, like, a tasting, testing period. Um, and just introducing it to see if it was a go. And I got into this market called Air One Market. And it's in LA and it's a super bougie organic market. I wanna say it's kind of similar to what Whole Foods was before Amazon bought it. Um, There's seven of them, they're large grocery stores. Um, You can find it there. We are working at a deal right now, it's not 100%, but they pretty much said, congratulations. I just have to send them some more information. It's called Central Market in Texas. There's 10 of them. They're a big, nice gourmet grocery store. We're at different farms down in Southern California, but I'm hoping to grow more and I'm hoping to get up there. I'd love to look into Nugget. I'd love to get into Oliver's. I'd love to get into, you know, there's a lot of them. I just, I got to start small. How do you scale
0: the production for that kind of growth?
1: So um, (laughs) right now we actually are able to manufacture everything in my shop, um, believe it or not. But eventually we're going to have to figure it out. We're going to have to move. We're going to have to scale up, either have a manufacturer make it for us or build our own manufacturing place. But I need a shark to do that. I need an investor.
2: So, what do you do when you go into like a market if you're trying to get in there? Do you like fly down there with your product and you're like, you can't? No, they won't even talk to you if you walk in a market. Are you kidding me? I've tried that. I've like been shopping at
1: Whole Foods and I was like, who do I talk to? I have an ice cream. Like, that's not how it works. Um, And there's no one high up enough at those grocery stores that even deal with that. Like it's all online. They don't even take phone numbers. You can't call. It's through their website. You have to email them. So I emailed Whole Foods, Mothers, Market, Sprouts, and Erewhon all in the same day. And I actually heard back from Erewhon and that's how I got in. So then they had me send them my pints of ice cream, but because it's frozen, I didn't want to send it. It was during COVID. I didn't know when it would get there. So I drove it to them. They got to meet me. I got to tell them what everything was, but they didn't taste it. They said, we will, we will taste it next Thursday or the Thursday after once so-and-so comes back in town, the main head guy. And then I heard from them. They're like, congratulations. They they would email me. They wouldn't call. Congratulations. Your strawberry is now accepted. Then a different email. Congratulations. Your vanilla is now accepted. So it just kept going. So it's exciting. So then I committee. Yes. Yes. So then I was up in LA for a Parkinson's event. Um, a few weeks, weeks ago, it was actually a fun event. It was at the housewife of Beverly Hills. And I actually got to give away my ice cream to every girl there when they were leaving, which was good because, um, they all shop at Airwatt market. It's up in their area. And so since I was close to the headquarters, I did call ahead of time and said, Hey, we're making ice cream sandwich bags and labels now we're ready to get these in stores. How about if I drop some off? So I dropped some off. And then I went and sent them my pay- paperwork. They've had the tasting, but I haven't heard from them yet. So that's just how it goes. It's, just, it's a wait game.
2: A Hurry up and wait. So can we pause for a second? What was it like hanging out with the housewives? Well, <laughs> one housewife um,
1: had it at her house. She was super nice. Another one was supposed to show up, but didn't show up. But their whole like group of friends that they hang out with are there. Honestly, they were so down to earth. Like, no makeup. Like, just real normal human being yeah and guess what they all do something and everybody you know like the know house waterline i don't watch
0: the, i don't watch those shows i but, don't either uh, but i've seen the i've seen the the ads certainly and I'm, yeah they're not really portrayed as no makeup down to earth people who do i shows. know but i think that's, that's not that's not my takeaway I
1: think that's the show but like when i mean she was are you saying that reality? reality
0: tv is not reality is that i don't, what know. You are implying right I don't know
1: i <laughs> don't want to say any of that but <laughs> but i have to say when i was there she was so nice so down to earth like talk to me about her product line she sells a coconut water at costco you guys probably have it near you she even bottles the kirkland product herself she's had this company for 10 years we had a lot in common it was nice to talk to her she was sweet and it was a great event. My husband was there too. It was for Parkinson's
2: also. So good. So up next, are you going to open another store or is the expansion going to be more of getting in grocery store? Like where's, where's the move? What's up next? So this is part of my positive and, and weaknesses right here
1: is that I have a lot of ideas. I'm like a ping pong ball that just bouncing everywhere, but I need to just focus on one lane right now and write down my ideas. So Right now we're focused on getting into grocery stores, but yes, I'd like to franchise betters and have more stores. But I'd also like to build, have a little, have more things in betters besides cookie dough balls, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and ice cream, and all the gluten-free cones and all that stuff. I'd rather, I'd like to add a few more things to the menu. Would
0: you ever go on Shark Tank? Everybody
1: asks me this. I sure I would. I just wanted to get more experience under my belt and more sales, but I found out yesterday um, pretty exciting news that, well, I already knew this, but I found out that we've already kind of caught up financially because we opened a year ago, 2021 July. Um, so we've now paid for all the machinery and everything. We've been able to pay that back and we've made money now. Awesome. It hasn't been here yet. So that's pretty awesome. And I guess it's pretty like, it's not really normal, I guess. When you first open up a company, it takes a couple years to to cover all that, but yeah, dude, because that's a big deal. That's like yeah, yes. Yeah, so, that, so it's a good sign for Shark Tank, but I feel like you've got to have all those ducks in a row before you walk in there.
0: Oh yeah, because um, they'll eat you alive if you don't. Yeah,
1: they'll eat you alive. Yeah, I don't know that you
0: need a shark
2: though. I think, I know that's what that's what part of me thinks too. I don't think you do. I think I think you've got something really great, and you know, in the next year, I'm gonna be like. I'm not going to be surprised when I see you in, you know, in People Magazine as well. Gal- oh,
1: thank you.
2: Doing the work. But it's it's an amazing inspirational story to like have this, you know, idea and turn it into something like you have. I mean, that is that is what it's all about. And that is, you know, the, the concept of the Inspired Podcast is to share inspirational women like yourself. Um, if you had one, I mean, you know, your advice was, you know, get get up and go and try it. Um, but what's the, I always like to ask, like, what's the one thing if you knew then what, you know, now is that, did I, did I do it right? Yeah. Yes. What, what's, um, the, what's the one thing,
1: you know, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't take anything back because everything has helped me learn. They've all been life lessons and I've learned from it to be able to be where I am. If I didn't have those things, I wouldn't be here.
2: I love, does that, that make
1: sense? Totally.
2: Totally. No, and that's, this is why we love you, Ashley. This is why you
1: are- You gotta
0: go
2: through it. You gotta go through the sweat, the tears, the grit, the,
1: you know, being exhausted, just everything.
0: I like it. Only looking forward, not looking back. Good for you. Because remember, if
2: it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Exactly. Exactly. I have to remind (laughs) myself that. Seriously. Well, Ashley, we find you so inspiring. We find you- Thank you. fun. You're a light when you- if you ever get to be around Ashley, she is a light. And when she lights up the room, you Aww, know, she's, there. she's so good stuff. her entire family's amazing. She's got three kiddos. How old are the
1: kids now? 15, 13 and seven. So
2: nobody's driving it. That's insane. But right. you're close. And tournaments tournaments yes.
1: every weekend, either golf, soccer. And then my little guy has something local.
2: Well, your story is inspiring and Um, if you guys are in San Clemente ever, please stop by Vetter's uh, organic ice cream and check them out. Also, keep an eye out. I'm sure uh, we will be seeing you in many grocery stores to come. Everybody, remember the story of Ashley this week and get out there and be inspired.